Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast. My name is Trevor Lee, and exciting news for you on this week's podcast. going to make some changes to the podcast going forward. I've decided to rename it because I don't think attracting and retaining customers actually says what it is on the tin, so to speak. So going forward, this podcast is going to become known as the Sales and Presenting Podcast. And that's going to be starting from the next episode, which will be at the beginning of August. We're also going to look to try and produce an episode every Monday so that every Monday morning as you're driving off, setting out for work, whatever you do, whenever you listen to the podcast, you'll get some more information. So why the change? Well, most of the content uh, you will realize has been about sales and presenting and that's what I do. I do a lot of work with people on sales and presenting. So it made sense to make it easier for people to find the podcast. So hence the uh, title change. And I'd like to have a big shout out at this stage to uh, Pete Matthew. Now Pete runs a podcast called Meaningful Money and like me he's based here in Cornwall And uh, I met Pete a couple of years ago because his podcast was, uh, I think, the top personal finance podcast of the year, maybe even been the top UK podcast of the year in around about 2016. And I, I contacted Pete. We sort of had a mutual connection somewhere along the line. And Pete very kindly gave me a couple of hours of his time. We met up and he talked me through exactly everything I needed to do to get this podcast going. And of course, like everything else, it took a long while because, you know, I was doing lots of other things, um, you know, with the advisory work that I do and the retained clients that I've got and the workshops I'm running and the mentoring I'm doing. It just... Uh, it was one of those back burner things, and then finally I got it. I got it off the ground, and it and uh, we started as, as some of you will know in February this year. It's been great fun. But uh, I contacted Pete uh, recently, about three or four weeks ago, and I said, Pete, I'd really like to say thanks very much uh, for for all your help you've done on getting me this podcast going. And um, if you've got any thoughts and ideas about you know what I've done, that would be fantastic. Anyway, fair dues to Pete. I mean, he was brilliant. Uh, within sort of a few hours, uh, he came back to me and said, Trevor, great to see you've got the podcast going. Here's a few thoughts and ideas about what you might want to do. And uh, he gave me some ideas on on the design of the logo, on the on the keywords that we need to use, on the introduction and everything else. And I went back to him and said, well, um, this is all great stuff, Pete. Thank you very much. And it's kind of, uh, you know, given me the idea now that I really need to change the title of this because it is focused on sales and presenting. So with Pete's uh, guidance, which is really appreciated, um, the podcast going forward is going to be known as the Sales and Presenting Podcast. Now, my understanding is you won't have to resubscribe or anything like that because it will all still be in the same place. It'll just be a different title, a slightly different piece of artwork and a slightly different few words of introduction. But apart from that, the big other big change that I'm looking to do is I need to get people on the podcast uh, to talk about sales and presenting. So here's an invitation to you. If you would like to be part of the new podcast going forward and you'd like to share an idea for a, a, a top sales tip or a top presenting tip, then drop me an email. We've got a new email address for the podcast as well. It's simply podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. So drop me an email to that and uh, I'll get you on the show. And uh, we'll either I can either read out your question and answer it on the show or 
happy for me to contact you and we'll do a little recording uh, we'll do it over Skype or Zoom and we'll do an audio recording and all I need you to do then is say uh, a little bit about yourself and then what your top tip is and then I'll ask you a couple of questions about it and, and so four or five minutes you know for you to appear on the show so um, so how about that yeah so if you're interested in doing that then that would be great um, and uh, of course if you are a show listener it'd be fantastic if you, if you could uh, leave some reviews and that sort of thing so let's get on with this show. Let's let's uh, let's share some ideas for you in this show, this final show when it's called Attracting and Retaining Customers. And Friday, uh, I was asked to speak at a local business event, uh, a local business networking event. So I thought, well, I'll share some tips on networking and um, and, and your one minute elevator pitch. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to split this into two bits. So uh, in this episode, I'm going to share the uh, the thoughts about networking itself. Um, and then in a future episode, in the next one or two episodes going forward on the new name, I will share with you the top tips for your sort of one minute elevator pitch as well. Right. So uh, let's get on and uh, let me share with you a few top tips on how to make the most of networking. So first of all, I think it's I think my first tip is simply, you know, if you're a small you know business and you need to make contacts, then, you know, go networking. And the story I told is that there's a great book that um, my, my, my mate Grant Timms, shout out to Grant Timms from Northampton University. He's a lecturer in marketing there. And Grant uh, put me in touch with a book uh, called Why Brands Grow by a guy called Byron Sharp. And a fascinating book. And um, Byron, one of Byron's key messages is that, you know, you, to grow your business, you have to attract new customers. And to attract new customers, you have to have two types of availability, physical availability and mental availability. And essentially, I think what he's saying is that physical availability means that, you know, I see your product in a shop or I see it online or I see your brochure or your leaflet or you you know, so um, it's all the things that I can read, see and hear about your business. That's the sort of physical availability. So you're saying to me, hey, look, my product or service is here and it's ready for you to buy. Mental availability is when you're not in front of me. You know, I'm not reading about you. I'm, I'm not hearing you and all that sort of stuff. But I suddenly think about the fact that I need a product or service, the kind of which you deliver and I think of you. So that's mental availability. So when I was at the business networking event, I said to, my first opening gambit really, really was that, you know, you need to be both physical and mentally available. And you can get that both from networking, because if you go networking, then, you know, physical availability is me seeing you. And uh, you probably give me your business card or your leaflet or something like that. Or, um, you know, and, and also you delivering your one minute elevator pitch. So that's all about physical availability. And that, of course, will help mental availability because in three or four weeks' time, I'm thinking, ah, I need a particular service or product. And I think of the person I met at that networking event who had that product or service. Or uh, someone says to me, Trevor, um, I need, you know, I need, I need a particular product or service. Any, any, any recommendations? Any, and do you know anybody who does this? And that's a question I often ask people myself. And I would say, ah, oh, yes, yes, indeed. I tell you what, I, uh, I was at an event a few weeks ago and I met this person and they do exactly what you're looking for. So that, again, is mental availability. So why go networking? Well, I think, you know, as a new business, networking offers you two, two big things. Number one, 
you never know who you might meet when you go networking. And there's a phrase somewhere I came across, and I, I forgive me, I'm not sure who uh, who authored this phrase, but the more, the phrase was simply, the more people you meet, the more business that you do. So if you go networking, then you you meet people, and who knows where that might lead. And not all of them are going to give you know be customers of yours, but. Some of them may ultimately be customers, and they probably will know people who might be customers of yours as well. So it's it's you know getting out and about. The other thing, reason for going networking is to learn, because you can learn. You know, because you know if there's a speaker there, you learn things. You learn from talking to people. You learn from their experiences. So if you go, you know, if you go to if you go networking thinking I'm just going to pitch my business and get some sales, then that's kind of not the way to do it. You need to think right. I'll make some good contacts, and I will learn something. So that's number one top tip for going networking is simply to go networking. Number two is to set out to meet new people. There is a danger when you go networking that you end up spending most of your conversational time with people you already know. Now that's great, but you know it might not be the best use of your time because this is time, it is an investment. So aim to meet new people. Some networking events send out a list in advance of who's going. So look down the list and think, yeah, it'd be great to meet that person and, and just make sure you do. So find a way of getting into a conversation with them. Um, one of my top tips on that basis, if you go to an event and you know, usually people gather, don't they? And then if it's a kind of breakfast event, then they'll go and sit down and have their breakfast. And um, if I really want to, you know, talk to a particular person at that event, then I kind of get into conversation with them just at the point I think we're going to be asked to sit down. And then I kind of follow them to the table and I sit down next to them or I stand in the food queue with them. <laughs> so uh, that's that always works really well. Now, the other thing, of course, is that um, you will get some people who will latch on to you. And you have to find a way of moving them on, frankly, because otherwise you'll end up spending too much time with the wrong people. Well, not necessarily the wrong people, but, you know, the same people, if you like. So um, I think there are two quick ways of doing this. My top tips on this are number one is, uh, is just say to them, um, uh, Frank, great to see you again. Um, I really I, 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 I see uh, Fiona over there. I really need to go and have a quick word with Fiona. So excuse me, Frank, but I, I need to do that. You know, And that's it. You know, there's no faffing around, no hanging around. My other one is when I'm talking to Frank and Fiona comes into view and um, and I uh, you know and I want to go and talk to Sharon, then um, I'll grab Fiona. Well, not grab Fiona, but I'll <laughs> I'll catch Fiona's eye and I'll say, "Oh, Fiona, um, have you met Frank?" And while they're doing the little handshake introduction, I'll be gone off to see somebody else. So that's that's a good one as well. Um, so that's tip number three. Tip number four is that if you if there are two of you going, and often people go in, you know, with uh, you know there might be two of you in the business, husband and wife team, or you and your business partner, or if you're from you know a bigger organisation, you and one of your colleagues. If more than one of you go to a networking event, then you know you've got to split up, you know, <laughs> because what's the point of going to a networking event and sitting next to someone you work with? I mean, that is just defeats the whole object. But it happens. It's amazing how often that happens. So 
you know, you've got to be bold. And if you go with somebody, then you split up and uh, sort of, you know, go and meet as many different people as you both can. So that's number four. Number five is, you know, it can be daunting going to networking events, and particularly if you're going to go to different ones, because I think, you know, a lot of people go to the same networking events. And, you know, you go to the same networking events, chances are you meet the same people or the same type of people. And you have to be a bit ruthless about where you go, because ideally you want to be at an event where, you know, your potential customers are there as well. So, um, so go to events where you might not know anybody. You know, that might be a different location or a different sector or something like that. And it can be quite daunting because you don't know anybody. So I read a great tip from somebody. Uh, and again, forgive me, I can't remember who it was. Um, but they said, act the host. And what they mean by that was... Um, when you, you know you want to meet somebody, just sort of get there early. Uh, that's number one because people who get to events early have always got somebody to talk to. Uh, and secondly, is um, you know sort of hang around the entrance to the you know get inside the networking event, get your badge, but then sort of hang around that area. And there's an extra extremely good chance that you'll you'll make eye contact with somebody and um, and they will be you're you're in a conversation and you're away. So that's the kind of host you know almost you're welcoming them to the uh, event and uh, and that's the sort of confidence you need and it's not hard to do but you know just getting yourself in the mindset and and you'll be away okay number six is you know do have a business card with you because chances are if uh, people will ask you or you can offer a business card it's the kind of thing that happens at networking events so i know i know there are some clever people who say oh i'll electronically send it to you and all that but again it's not that a business card is part of your physical availability so uh, you know just just get one but make sure that it reflects you in your business because if you're telling me you're, a, you know, you deliver great high-end products and services, and you're a very professional, and then you hand me a what looks like a cheap-looking, you know, poorly designed, tatty business card, of which I'm thinking you've got a garage full of these, then um, you know that's that's really not not great. So um, so get yourself a, a really good business card. Um, I think uh, in six years of being in business, I'm on card number eight or something like that and finally you know if you do meet people do follow up drop them a drop them a note afterwards but my advice on this is don't send them an email because you know we all get millions of blinking emails don't we so do something that you know gets on the radar for me a uh, text is great you know a little text message because you know my number's on my business card so a text message you know gets my attention and i will reply to text message or send me a LinkedIn connection. But if you're going to send me a LinkedIn connection, don't just press, I'd like to invite you, Trevor, to join my network or whatever it says. You know, the default one. You know, put a little bit of effort into it and, you know, personalise it a little bit. You know, so, hey, Trevor, great to meet you at the networking event this morning. I hope you enjoyed the speaker. I hope you picked up some ideas and, uh, you know, I'd love to maybe pick up our conversation again at, at some appropriate time. That sort of thing. So there we go. There's a few tips on how to how to go networking. I hope they're useful. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, that sort of concludes this uh, this episode of the podcast. This is the Attracted and Retaining Pod, uh, Customers podcast. But don't forget, as of um, Monday the 6th of August, that's the plan, is to uh, sort of semi-relaunch the podcast. It's going to be called the Sales and Presenting Podcast. And as I said right at the beginning of the show, if you'd like to potentially get involved, drop me a line, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk, and uh, we'll see whether we can get you uh, get you on and you share your top tip on sales or presenting. So I hope over the uh, over the over the you know, forthcoming uh, weeks and months to to share with you some fantastic ideas on uh, on sales and presenting, and also. Um, 
just a little sneak preview, but I am working on a on a on a what I hope will be a really cracking uh, sort of online driven partly, but also one to one interaction presentation skills training program for those of you who uh, would prefer to learn how to do great presentations in, uh, in on your own sort of thing in that in that online learning model but uh, more of that to come later um, but thanks everybody thanks very much indeed and and also a final two shout outs to a couple of people whose podcasts I listen to and I would recommend that you listen to as well first of all will Barron the salesman podcast will um, you know puts out a ton of material and uh, he gets some great people on his shows and you know I'm I aspire to be a bit like Will, really. And also a couple of guys in the States, Brian Neal and Bill Kasky, who, um, who have got the longest-running sales podcast. Uh, that's the way they describe it. It's called the Advanced Selling Podcast. They put out a show on a Monday. It's usually about 15, 20 minutes, a bit like this one. So, um, yeah, check them out as well. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look forward to seeing you soon, and uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>